0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Do you have something to say and want to make your own podcast? Let me tell you how to do that for free with Anchor. Anchor has creation tools that let you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. You can even add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, So it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more places. And you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's all you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hi, I'm Cheryl Atkinson. Welcome to my latest podcast, or more accurately, a sample recording as I sort out whether to formalize a professional podcast delivery so please leave your comments on this page. There's been near-constant reporting over two years about President Trump's disregard for his own experts and intel community professionals. Insider anonymous sources recently told the media embarrassing details of classified meetings with Trump, if we're to believe them, and the press reported those accounts uncritically. But when I read and hear these stories, it makes me think of something else. Right under our noses, While some in our intel community are under investigation for allegedly orchestrating leaks and undermining candidate Trump in 2016, they're orchestrating leaks and undermining President Trump in 2019. In other words, there are strong indications that there's an ongoing, organized intel operation against President Trump. Why do I say that? Well, there's evidence of the existence of such an operation, I think, from the inspector general, various congressional probes and investigative reporting. They've alleged, and in some cases already concluded, that some top intel officials improperly leaked information to the news media and engaged in politically motivated surveillance practices involving multiple Trump associates. Let's take a look at the press onslaught from just a couple of weeks back. Unnamed intel officials fanned out to members of the national press airing their anonymous grievances against their own commander-in-chief. They said that Trump is, quote, endangering American security with his stubborn disregard and willful ignorance. It almost seemed lost upon the reporters that disseminating these kind of details, of true, could be seen as assisting our enemies. That seems to be an angle worthy of exploring. Another angle, and also cause for concern, I think, is the media's role in what I see as the intel operation against Trump, whether we mean to have a role or not. Many in the press dutifully parroted these grievances by people who were not to be named in one-sided accounts with virtually no counterpoints. It's as if it didn't occur to reporters that leaking intel officials could be capable of flaws or conflicted by political motivations. In fact, the way some of the stories were written, some reporters seemed to think that intel as distilled and presented by these intel officials, is somehow beyond question. But we know the opposite is true. Go back to 9-11. That may be the most dramatic modern example of failures within our intelligence community and good reason to question intel assessments. Because of the attacks, widespread reforms were instituted. But after the reforms, there's been a legacy of intel abuses flagged by the inspector general, investigative reporters, and even the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Court that oversees the sensitive requests to surveil U.S. citizens. Besides that, some intel officials have proven they're simply not to be believed. I've written about this in the past. For example, FBI Director Christopher Wray repeatedly has insisted, including under oath, that there have been no 702 surveillance abuses. 702 refers to the Section 702 of the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act, which authorizes intel gathering from Internet traffic and phone calls. Now, he made this claim that there have been no abuses, despite detailed findings in the documentary record from the Inspector General and the FISA court saying just the opposite. Former Director of National Intelligence James Clapper, now an anti-Trump activist, he provided false information under oath to Congress in 2013 when he said no mass spying had occurred on tens of millions of Americans. When his testimony was proven inaccurate, he apologized and said he'd misunderstood the question. Former CIA Director John Brennan, now also an anti-Trump activist, falsely assured the Senate that the CIA had not spied on Senate staffers. He, too, later apologized after Inspector General confirmed the spying had happened. So were such officials to be uncritically, automatically believed when they bring complaints about their political enemies to the press? Now, to be clear, among the intel workers themselves, I think there are many heroes. A lot of their good work will never be known to the public. But it can't be denied that the judgment and assessments of some in the intelligence community deserve to be called into question on occasion. A lot of people don't know this, for example, but a few years back, Russia twice alerted our intel officials about a man who had come to the U.S. and was known, Russia said, to be affiliated with Islamic extremists. But the FBI's assessment didn't find any particular risk. The FBI even interviewed the man and saw no reason to monitor him. The man went on to become one of the Boston Marathon bombers in 2013, murdering three people and injuring several hundred. There are many other examples of foreign terrorist threats being on the intel community's radar, but going unrecognized or undeterred. And how about the Benghazi attacks? On the anniversary of 9-11, In 2012, the intel community failed to anticipate the potential deadly attacks on Americans in the Middle East. Even after protesters attacked the U.S. Embassy in Egypt that night, U.S. officials failed to respond by immediately repositioning resources in the area, and hours later, the terrorist attacks on the U.S. compound in Benghazi, Libya, seemed to catch officials by surprise. Four Americans, including the U.S. ambassador, were killed. Some of my investigative reporting revealed there had been a great deal of intelligence that warned of an impending attack in advance. Much of it was presented in writing from assessments by people on the ground over and over. I'm just pointing out that presumably presidential briefings and assessments prior to these events would have been flawed or incomplete. There would have been good reason to question the intel assessments. So back to President Trump. Some of the leaked information about him by intel officials seemed designed simply to embarrass or discredit him, deriding his lack of knowledge. For example, one intel leaker said that in a briefing, Trump didn't even know that Nepal was an independent nation. But no official concern was expressed about gaffes or information lapses under other presidents. For example, in 2014, President Obama publicly called ISIS the JV team. Now, that creates one of two implications. Either his intel briefing sorely failed to identify the threat of this emerging Islamic extremist terrorist group, or if they did correctly assess the ISIS threat and convey it to the president, he either disagreed with them or disregarded it. In fact, according to intel sources, there were instances of Obama refusing intelligence on certain matters on which he'd made up his mind. In at least one case, he reportedly told a briefer not to bring him any more information on one terrorism topic. If the material were presented to him in the future, he said he wouldn't read it. Obama withdrew from Iraq against the recommendations of his military advisors, his generals, and his secretary of state. He approved the disastrous takedown of Libyan leader Muammar Gaddafi and reportedly ordered aid to the wrong side in Syria, instead helping jihadist groups. Now, all of these actions I'm pointing out were either with the advice or against the advice of his intel officials, all of them showing he either questioned his intel officials or should have. And there's one infamous case, at least, where it can be argued that we all could have benefited from a president treating his intel with skepticism. Before President George W. Bush launched the war against Iraq in 2003, a huge intelligence lapse led to the erroneous reporting that Iraq had weapons of mass destruction. So, yes, Trump has publicly questioned his intel briefers when he disagrees with them, and that was treated in the press as if he'd crossed some sort of uncrossable red line. Maybe it's unusual for these disagreements to be so public, but it's just not unusual for presidents to differ with their intel experts. In fact, it's their prerogative. If presidents were supposed to unquestioningly accept each subjective assessment by their intel officials, well, it would be written in the law or constitution that way. It's not, and I don't think anybody would suggest that it should be. So in the end, Trump could be right or he could be wrong. And the way he interacts with his intel officials deserves news coverage and scrutiny. But I think we should refrain from one-sided reporting based on anonymous, orchestrated leaks by people who clearly seek to use the media to sway public and political opinion. Our intel community, especially today with its recent conduct under scrutiny, should not be immune from healthy skepticism. These latest press reports are a pretty good indication that, for some Intel officials, their operation against the Commander-in-Chief continues. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Please leave your comments on this page. To sponsor a podcast in the future, write me at info at com for more information. Consider visiting the Atkinson Fourth Amendment Litigation Fund to support independent journalism and my fight against government overreach in Akison versus DOJ and FBI. The link is on the page where you found this podcast. Do your own research, make up your own mind, think for yourself.